the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome along, this is the Boys of Tech, episode 223 for the week commencing Monday the 29th of July 2013. My name is Edwin Herman and just looking ahead at some of the stories uh, we'll cover this week, Google has a, uh, a plan for a translation device for phone calls, uh, the latest on Edward Snowden and a problem with the Apple developer site. First of all though, I think this is about a couple of weeks old now, but um, we forgot to include it in last week's episode, so I thought we'd talk about it this time. And that is that PayPal has made an error, a transaction error, and it's resulted in Chris Reynolds, aged 56, of Pennsylvania, being credited 92 quadrillion US dollars. Wow. So he was the richest man in the world for just a little while. The exact amount, by the way, was 92 quadrillion, 233 trillion, 720 billion, 368 million, 547 thousand, 800 dollars US. Wow, imagine if you woke up one day and realized your bank account or PayPal account had that much money. What would you do with it? How did that even happen anyway? How does, this is the bit I don't get, how does an error like that even happen? I mean, it doesn't look to me like the decimal point error, which uh, can occur when the decimal points either omitted or put it, well, usually omitted in the uh, third to last place. And of course, you credit someone with a hundred times the amount. That's happened before many times. It's uh, you know, in terms of errors, uh, you know, in terms of financial transactional errors, it's probably one of the most common. But this does not look like a decimal point error to me. I don't know how it ha- I mean, how do you come up with that figure? Where did that figure come from? What was it supposed to be? Uh, all these questions we won't know. But what we do know is that uh, PayPal realized this soon after the uh, the error was had taken place. Chris Reynolds himself noticed when he was sent a statement, but uh, by the time he he got round to logging into PayPal, they had already reversed the erroneous transaction and his balance, unfortunately, had gone back to zero. Uh, You know, it's one of those amounts, though, of course, that is very, very obviously an error. Uh, so, you know, you, you might think, wow, wouldn't it be cool to see that? Well, yeah, it'll, it'll look cool, you know. Uh, you might take a screenshot and frame it or something. I don't know. But it's so, uh, how do you put it? It's such a huge figure that you know, there's no doubt that that's an error. Whereas if you were given an amount like a 1,000 or, or 5,000, you know, is that an error or, or is it, have you received $5,000 for goodness knows what reason, but has someone paid $5,000 into your bank account? You know, that's where you start wondering, is it or isn't it? And you might end up spending it. Uh, you know, if you see a, a huge amount like this, it is obviously an error. And don't be stupid and spend that because you'll only owe that amount back. 
Chris told the Daily News in Philadelphia, I'm just feeling like a million bucks. At first I thought I owed quadrillions, uh, so it was quite a big surprise. And Chris has been a PayPal customer for about 10 years, and usually his monthly spend is around about $100. When asked what would he do with the money if that was his, he would say, he said, I'm a very responsible guy. I would pay the national debt down first, then I would buy the Phillies if I could get a good price. <laughs> so there you go. He's obviously got a sense of humour. Good on him. And yeah, it was obviously an error, and it was put right, and that's the end of that. But man, if you could, uh, yeah, if you know, if you logged into face, uh, not Facebook, uh, PayPal, and and saw that figure there, I would take a screenshot and and frame it. Although screenshots are easily faked, so it's that's not as impressive as uh, as it once used to be. Like you know, a, a real official statement from the company that comes on paper. Remember paper? Anyway, Google Google has planned a transla- a translation device for phone calls. Yes. It is working on plans to turn smartphones into translators which would allow callers to speak into the phone in their own language and have it translated into a different language for the person on the other end. This is cool. This is, in fact, I'm, I'm excited about this. I want to I see this. I want to, well, I guess you don't see it. You hear it, don't you? I want to hear this in action. So they're going to build some prototypes. Uh, this is part of a project called Google Now. And the vice president of Android, Hugo Barra, has said that it's really early days at the moment. So it's we're talking several years away before this would ever get released. And uh, he says that they've got tons of prototypes of that sort of interaction. And he's played with it every other week to see how much progress is being made. Google revealed this as part of an interview in The Times. Now, this reminds me of one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I, I, I presume it's real. I, I haven't seen any word that it's fake and that is an app i think it's on the iphone i'm not sure where you you hold your your phone up to something and the camera the camera's on and it automatically ocrs performs optical character recognition if there are any words you know like for example a sign if you if you're holding your phone up to a big sign it will ocr it on the fly translate it and put it back in that same style i think that's real i i haven't really to be honest i'll be honest with you i haven't fully researched it but it did the rounds what maybe a couple of years ago i think maybe two three years ago on the internet that was uh there was some pictures of that i assume it's real uh if it's not then uh, it's a real shame but then i've been had but <laughs> if it's real that is really really cool because it does it sort of in the style and this uh google now project the the uh, real-time audio translation that Google's planning. This is kind of like the audio equivalent of that. So that is really, imagine, just imagine the future, right, where you, you need to make a phone call, the person at the other end speaks speaks a different language to the one that you do, but all you need to do is speak in your language, they will hear, I guess, a synthesized translation of what you say, and they can just respond back in their language, and you'll hear back a synthesized translation of what they're saying, but in your language. That is ace. That is absolutely ace. All right, the latest on Snowden is that he's going to stay in Russia for now. He's got a fresh set of clothes now. He was wearing the same clothes that he'd arrived uh, when he arrived from Moscow. Uh, sorry, from Hong Kong to in, in Moscow. Uh, he's been wearing that for three or so weeks, three or four weeks. And, uh, yeah, ew, 
Yuck. Anyway, <laughs> I presume he's been showering, but still, you know, uh, he's got a fresh set of clothes now, so that's great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he says that Ru- uh, Russia is his final destination, at least for this, the uh, foreseeable future. Of course, this is putting Russia in an awkward position and certainly uh, is reflected in the relationship between uh, the US government and the Russian government. Uh, he's starting to learn Russian. He He's uh, picked up some of the language already. He is wanting to learn about Russian culture and Russian way of life. I've kind of been doing that as well by watching Russian dash cam videos. Yeah, yeah that's how I do it. Uh, I'm sure that is not representative of Russian life, but it's fun to watch anyway. So anyway, that's where he's going to be staying for, for a while. He has actually applied for temporary asylum in Russia as well as a number of other countries. I think we, we uh, covered that a while ago. But for now, Russia is his destination. But we've got to remember what Putin did say. He said, some some weeks ago, he said that Snowden is welcome to stay so long as he doesn't keep leaking more information and hurting the US allies. So, you know, it's kind of... Uh, awkward right now because Snowden wants to keep leaking information but if he wants to stay safe he's really got to stop that because that's kind of the ultimatum and I think Putin probably said that partly as it was a political move really but he kind of had to say it and uh, he said it so now I'm sure he'll have to act on it uh, if you know if Snowden starts uh, you know putting out more leaks so that's uh, the latest on Snowden. Apple, uh, final story then. Now, the Apple uh, developer site was down in the week just been. You may have heard, it. if you're an Apple developer, you'll you'll definitely have known. Uh, you may have read the story. Now, the thing is, what happened there? For a while, we didn't know what was going on. We thought, well, there's, there's an outage. And what happened was that uh, there were it was hacked. It was uh, compromised. And in fact, the, one of the reasons I want to mention the story at all is that uh, because I'm a member of the Apple Developer Network, I received an email from Apple, and I thought it was particularly good. It, it says, last Thursday, actually, I'll read the whole thing because it's not very long. Last Thursday, an intruder attempted to secure personal information of our registered developers from our developer website. Sensitive personal information was encrypted and cannot be accessed. However, we have not been able to rule out the possibility that some developers' names, mailing addresses, and or email addresses may have been accessed. In the spirit of transparency, we want to inform you of the issue. We took the site down immediately on Thursday and have been working around the clock since then. In order to prevent a security threat like this from happening again, we're completely overhauling our developer systems, updating our server software, and rebuilding our entire database. We apologize for the significant inconvenience that our downtime has caused you, and we expect to have the developer website up again soon. And that's the end of the email. Now, this is really good. This kind of disclosure, I think, is is great. And I think I can only speak for my in, in my opinion. And my opinion is that companies, it should be mandatory for companies to disclose breaches like this. And so well done, Apple, for sending that out, for explaining themselves, for being upfront and not sweeping it under the, the rug, as they say. So... It's not good news that it's happened. If you are on that Apple developer site, if you're a member of the Apple developer network, uh, well, there's not really a lot you can do because I was going to say you, you might want to change your uh, uh, information, but you really can't ch- <laughs> you can't change your mailing address, can you? 
So uh, I guess you can change your email address. But uh, anyway, it is what it is. And uh, Apple sent out an, uh, an email to, to all members to that effect. So about the hack itself, all we know so far is that a man claiming to be a Turkish security researcher posted a video on YouTube and sent out comments on Twitter saying that he was responsible for the attack and that he had done so in a bid to publicize a security bug. Apple, as you can probably imagine, have declined to comment. Right, well, that pretty much concludes episode 223. I believe uh, that's really the big stories this week. And I guess we'll be back next week. I will also just point out we're uh, we're working on getting better recording equipment for our live shows. So uh, I said this last week. I'll say it again. Thanks for, for the people who sent in feedback about the noise levels when we're doing live shows. I understand a lot of you had a lot of difficulty trying to make out what we were saying there's a lot of background noise. I appreciate that. Uh, we've got the feedback. We've heard it. Uh, excuse the pun. Uh, <laughs> we hear what you're saying and uh, we're getting some technology and some better recording technology so that when we do the next live show, hopefully it should sound reasonable and the background noise should hopefully be just that, background. All right, that's pretty much it. Take care, everyone. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.